Today's episode is brought to you by Mazars. Sound Cartel. An area of difficulty for so many businesses is customer service. The comment heard all too often, why can't we just get it right? Well, Michael Carrick might just have the answer. From Sound Cartel, I'm Nicole Goodman, and this is Business Essentials Daily. Michael Carrick's been presenting and running workshops for more than 30 years to some of the biggest businesses in the land, including councils, federal government and professional services. And his audiences very much appreciate his humorous, down-to-earth approach and the practical advice he offers. He says our first task is to help staff develop their own sense of empowerment, because once they feel empowered, they'll be much more confident to help others. It's all part of Michael's belief that if we take care of our people, our people will take care of our business. Instead, though, we're giving them the wrong advice, as Michael explains to Heather Dawson. Most companies that I've dealt with and my knowledge of most companies is they often say to their people, treat the customer the way you'd like to be treated. And when I'm talking to companies, I say, do not under any circumstances say that. <laughs> that is totally the wrong thing to say because you have no idea of what that person's expectations of themselves as a customer is. Telling people how they should act, speak, behave towards a customer just does not work. To change the individual mindset about what they expect as a customer so therefore, their expectations rise. The employee's expectations rise. So when they are faced with a customer who has a higher expectation than normal, it doesn't phase them. It's okay. They understand. They don't give them what I call the look. And the look is, who do you think you are? Someone needs to put you in your place, and I'm just the one to do it. And a lot of people know the look because they've either given the look or they've received it. So changing people's perception of their own empowerment in their life, firstly, and in their role as an employee will help their relationship with their customers. Now, if you're a frontline staff and you're at the receiving end of a tirade from a rude customer, it's pretty hard not to take things personally, isn't it? So what can you do? What's really the best way to respond? The staff member can attempt a number of things. They can attempt empathy. Depending on how irate the customer is, they can just stand there because I can guarantee you, no matter how irate the customer is, they will run out of oxygen. And they can attempt at that stage to say things like, I totally understand your frustration. You know, if I was in your position, I'd feel frustrated too. They can say all these sorts of things. very hard to give you all of them at the moment. However, I must also say that depending on how irate the customer is, they can let them run out of oxygen and they can say, you know, unfortunately, there isn't anything I can do further. However, what I can think of is what about if I go and speak to my manager and see if they can help you further, et cetera, et cetera but they don't have to take it personally. And if they have a stronger sense of empowerment, they won't take it personally. Exactly. Now, um, from an employee's point of view, though, Michael, what's the impact of feeling disempowered throughout the working day? Well, 
you will hear constantly wherever you go, people say, I don't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. And I'll say, you always have a choice. As an example, a company in Sydney I was working with recently and uh, a guy was saying, oh, it's all very well for you to say, but, you know, this is terrible and this is shocking and this is what the organisation is doing to us, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, well, tell them. And uh, he said, well, they probably wouldn't listen. I said, well, don't tell them. He said, well, someone should tell them. I said, well, you tell them. <laughs> and he said, well, I'm not going to listen. I said, well, write them a letter. He said, well, they wouldn't read it. I said, well, don't write it. So I'm trying to hand him choices. He's not used to that. He's used to disempowerment and say, I didn't have a choice. Yes. Okay. Now, you've made the comment, Michael, that people hire a heart, not a pair of hands. Where are you going with that? Well, oftentimes people in senior positions, owners of businesses, sometimes forget that they're hiring a heart and not a pair of hands. And because they're hiring a heart, they need to look after the heart. And if they look after the heart, everything else will fall into place. So I say to people, if you look after your people, your people will look after your business. It follows on. Absolutely. I've seen it time and time again. And as an example, uh, when I was in the corporate world, one of my positions was uh, managing a place uh, and I had 300 people. And I had a management team of uh, six people or something. And my job, as far as I was concerned, was to walk around all day and chat to people, see how you're going, how's the family, et cetera, et cetera. And some people listening to this may say, I haven't got time. I haven't got time for that. Well, maybe you should make time. And if you make time, you look after the people, people look after the business. You would like us to think about the influence we have with um, every person that we interact with in our lives because um, with every interaction, we have the power to make a difference. Absolutely. I have customers everywhere I go. I walk into a baker's recently and there's a 17-year-old young lady standing behind the counter. She's just been abused by two people who look like adults, aren't very nice people. And very quickly, uh, she was in tears. And she just became my customer. She doesn't know this, but she just became my customer. My job is to lift her up, lift her out of what she's in, rather than just walk away or even collude with her and complain to her about how nasty those people were. That's not going to get her anywhere. I have to do something. So, as an example, I said, oh, dear, oh, dear, this is not good. We can't have you like this. And she's got tears trickling down her cheeks. And I said, I can absolutely assure you, they have nothing to do with you. They were like that before they walked in the door, and they were like that when they walked out. As a matter of fact, before they walked in the door, they stepped in something. That's why they're like that. As a matter of fact, it was so bad, it was from an elephant. And she started laughing. (laughs) So you started smiling. So she started laughing. So I'm lifting her up. I'm lifting her out. She doesn't need to carry that around for any longer than possible. So that's my job wherever I go. So... What would you like to say to business owners as they interact with their staff in terms of what all this uplifting, empowerment and so on? Words trigger pictures which triggers emotion. 
That's how we think, that's how we act, that's how we behave in the world. So when I'm doing one of my programs, I'm popping out story after story, which creates a picture, and people attach emotion to the picture. So thinking about leadership, and I'll say to senior executives, CEOs, etc., when you think about leading, do you think about leading forward, or do you think about leading backward? And naturally, they'll all say forward. And then I'll say, are you? And then they have to stop and think, are they leading their people forward or are they leading them backward? Because they are the leader of the ship. Just for a moment, think about a a person on an old 18th century sailing ship. And the captain would be up on the, well, I think they call it the poop deck. I can't remember. I have no idea. But they're up there overseeing what's going on. They're not necessarily down there doing the work. When I talked to a group of CEOs recently, I talked to them about delegation. And I can see some of the people around the table have tight chests when I say the word delegation because words trigger picture which triggers emotion. And I know already that some of those people sitting around there have trouble with delegation because of their belief about disempowerment and everything else. And I say, why aren't you delegating? And they will come back with the answers. Oh, I might as well do it myself or no one knows how to do it properly or you can't trust people or all these sorts of things. And they just keep this mindset going and they work 12 hours a day. And one day their heart will attack them. Well, any final words of advice, Michael? If you really want to ensure terrific customer service in your business, what would you say? If you're going to ensure terrific customer service, get people to change their mindset about their own self as a customer. They will not do it just because you tell them. There are companies out there at the moment in Melbourne right now, and there's 50 companies and they're having a customer service training program. And somebody is standing there with a PowerPoint presentation with a laser pointer, and they're pointing to stick figures on a board and saying, now this is what an interaction with a customer should look like. Can you imagine for one moment the hundreds of thousands of dollars being poured in that as we sit here speaking and it's going down the drain because people will sit there for the day then they'll go home and they'll tell their partner well that was a waste of time etc etc so you're nodding Mm -hmm. so when I say this to organizations they nod too they cannot find the key. The key is it has to come from the individual. It cannot come from the individual unless they're put in a situation where they can connect to it and have an emotional attachment that leads them forward. That was director and speaker at the Carrick Group, Michael Carrick. This episode of Business Essentials Daily is produced by the team at Sound Cartel. Thanks for listening. I'm Nicole Goodman. We'll bring you more B-Daily tomorrow. Follow at B-E-Daily podcast across social media and head to bedaily.com.au for more from the Business Essentials Daily podcast. Sound Cartel. This episode was brought to you by Mazars. To find out more, visit mazars.com.au. That's M-A-Z. ARS.com.au